The Racing Wire Podcast Network presents SCCA Racing from Buttonwillow Raceway Park. This Cal Club Region Majors race was recorded live on Sunday, January 16th, 2022. These are the Andy Porterfield Memorial Races celebrating Victor Hartfelder. I'm Brian Belansky. This is day two of our action, our final race of the weekend. This is our Miata group, Spec Miata, SS Miata, and SMT. They're already almost done with their pace lap. Your pole sitter, Evan Jacobs, second place car on the start of the race is Austin Varco. Clement Lee is your second, uh, third place starter, followed by Ryan Gutiel. David Varco starts fifth. Alan Lucart, the fourth, is starting sixth. Seventh and eighth, Robert Edmondson and Luke, Alan Lucart, the third. Fifth row, ninth and tenth starters, Bill Nelson and Mark Higginbotham. Your sixth row, is Wesley Molnall and Jorge Diaz, and your back row, Fergus Fay and Joe Schubert. The green flag is out on our last race of the day. Five cars going into the funnel to get through the first corner. Two by two all the way through. Let's see if they go single foul before we get there. They do not. Side by side action. Looks good. Oh, one car may have slid off there. Not sure. We'll hear about that in just a second. There's the pack heading down through the section of the track we call the off-ramp. That's a really, really tight right-hander before a short little shoot down to Cotton Corners and Grapevine. Our leaders have got about a two-car length lead between first and second, same between second and third, and then a whole gaggle of Mazdas heading down towards the Grapevine for the final time or at least for the final race for the first lap for the final time. Here they come now onto the back straight and through the dogleg, first and second, about a car length between the two of them, then about an eight car length lead between second and third here on our first race lap here of our final race of the weekend. Again, we're really late in the day. Sunset's about... So 20 minutes from now, which means they're driving really into some tough to, uh, conditions for them to be able to see. When they head towards the Riverside section of the racetrack, it is going to be very, very difficult. And then we've got darkness coming through the other side of the racetrack. So it's tough if you have a, if you have a, a, a dark, darkened uh, visor on your, on your, on your helmet. What I like to do in that situation is well, wear my dark visor, and since you're in a closed cockpit car, heading towards the sun, I pop the visor down, and then when I'm heading away from the sun, I pop the visor up, because it will literally be hard to see on the other side of the racetrack. So that's my strategy for dealing with sun late in the afternoon or early in the morning. You don't have that luxury in an open cockpit car, but you certainly have that luxury in a closed cockpit car. Here comes our leaders across for their first time. Austin Varco's your race leader. Evan Jacobs is second. Clement Lee third. That's your top three right now. All right, our, our leader has been able to open up a bit of a lead. Second and third have have uh, come together to start working the, the drafting train here. Those two, if they work together, will, will scoop up first place pretty quickly. And then those three cars, if they're smart, they'll work together and literally drive off into the sunset here at Buttonwillow Raceway Park. We're keeping a close, a close watch on that as darkness starts to fall here.
I apologize for my voice here. After the 14th race of the weekend, I start to frog out the final race here. So we'll do the best we can and get you the best coverage possible. We're, oh, what shall we say? 18 minutes away from their final checkered flag of the day. Austin Varco's your leader. Evan Jacobs second. Clement Lee third. David Varco is in fourth. Ryan Gutiel fifth. That was your running order after the first lap. We'll see if anything changes here, and we'll see if the front three have been able to hook up and start that train. Second, third haven't caught the leader just yet, but there's still time for that. They are close enough where they can draft through. Still the leader, Varco, followed by Jacobson Lee, then the Varco number two. Austin's in first. David's in fourth. I still need to find out if that's a, a brother team or a father-son team. I'm not quite sure. Wouldn't it be great if it was a grandfather-grandson team? That'd be awesome. Anyway, our fifth place car, uh, Robert Edmison. There is, after two laps, the first eight places are within 10 seconds of each other. So, And the first four places are less than three seconds apart. That is... Pretty darn close to nose to tail. All right, now we got about a two-car length lead between first, second, second, and third. But they're getting to the point where not too much further down the road, they are going to break that draft of the fourth-place car, and then it will be lights out. Really key component to racing these is to hold on to the draft it's a momentum car not a lot of horsepower so if you lose the draft it is so so difficult to catch back up really the only way for that to happen is for a driver to have a mechanical issue or to make a mistake and gosh darn it you do not want to have to count on that so the easiest thing to do and the hardest thing to do hold on to that draft so you can still be in the mix when it comes down to showtime in the last couple of laps Sun falling quickly here in the western sky outside of Button Willow. Right now, time of day is 447. Sunset, I believe, is 510. Sunset 509. Our race leader has an issue. 121. That's Austin Varco. He went off on the last corner before the main straight. That lost him three spots. So now Evan Jacobs is your new leader. Clement Lee takes over the second spot. The third spot goes to Austin Varco. David Varco, teammate, I'm assuming teammate, is now in fourth. So there's a situation where those two cars could work together. Although right now it is still two and a half seconds, 2.8 seconds uh, between the two Varco cars. So the, the fourth place card have to put a little hustle on to get caught up and make that a viable option. Right now, two and a half seconds back, that is not a viable option. Austin Varco, though, was able to get right back on the bumper of Clement Lee. Those two have plenty of time to work together to catch up to Evan Jacobs. If I were Evan Jacobs, sitting duck would be the thought process for me. This is one of those situations where if you do have a two or three car draft, the place you do not want to be going across the, the, the white flag 
on the final lap is in first place. There's a very, very good chance that you could end up third if that's the situation. Still a little bit of racing to go before we get to that point, though. Just crossing over the 7-minute and 30-second mark in this race. Jacobs, Lee, Varco, your top three. Austin Varco in third, David Varco in fourth, Edmondson, Gutil, and the Lukarts are fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth. Want to take a moment here to talk about our final perpetual award here that we give out every year. These awards were given out last night in our evening award ceremony after our Saturday night racing. This is the 2021 Cal Club Lifetime Achievement Award. It's considered the highest honor that we give at Cal Club. The winner represents, uh, is acknowledged for and appreciated for their outstanding support of Cal Club and its reputation, its status, and its quality over the award winner's numerous years of membership. And the very deserving winner of this was Cal Club's personal Santa. We call him the Drift King. The flagger with a single L, Mr. Bill Baldwin, Bill with one L. He was the 2021 Cal Club Lifetime Achievement Award, Award winner. He was also the flagging communications uh, worker of the year this year. So a double whammy. He had, he had a hardware for both hands to walk home with last night. So a big, big congratulations to Mr. Baldwin. Uh, award, an award very well deserved and very well earned. So that was our final uh, big award that we gave away last night. And everyone who took home trophies last night, everybody who was mentioned last night, such appreciated and so talented. And that's what makes coming down here and playing with Cal Club so much fun. So, anywho, sun falling very fast here. We're uh, 20 minutes from sunset, and we have... Uh, 11 minutes left in the race. Let's give a big shout out to Mark Smith who had to flip and flop the schedule both Saturday and Sunday because of our fog delays. He got us out just in time both days. It's going to happen again tonight. We're going to we're going to land this last race with about 5 minutes to go before sunset. So, job well done, Mr. Smith. We appreciate all that you've done this weekend. All right, our leaders crossing the line again. It's Evan Jacobs, Clement Lee, then Austin Varco. Seven tenths of a second, or 1.9 seconds, separates first through third. That battle is not over. We're coming up on the halfway point. Still plenty of time and plenty of action there to come. We are past the halfway point here. Let me give you the rundown. Your leader, Jacob Evans. Second place, Clement Lee. Third place, Austin Varco. Fourth place card, David Varco. Robert Edmondson is fifth. Ryan Coutille, sixth. Alan Lucart, the fourth, is seventh. Eighth, ninth, and tenth, Jorge Diaz. Bill Nelson and Mark Higginbotham. 11th, 12th, and 13th, you've got Ellen Lucart the third, Fergus Fay, and Joe Schubert. That's your full field rundown at the halfway point. Pretty much holding station, 1.7 seconds. Yeah, 1.7 seconds between first and third. 
1.6 seconds between first and second. Evan Jacobs is doing his best to whittle away a little bit every lap. Oh, bad news for our race leader, Evan Jacobs. He went off just after the first corner with some sort of a mechanical problem. He is looks like his day might be done. That's good news for Clement Lee and Austin Varco. They don't have to make up that 1.6 second lead anymore. If all keeps as we think, that means Clement Lee will come across or Austin Varco will be fighting for the win here, at least for the, if, if nothing else big goes on. Clement Lee and Austin Varco were one-tenth of a second apart before that incident at turn one, that mechanical problem. Here they come across the line. Lee Varco and David Varco. And guess who's back in the discussion now? David Varco, who was uh, two and a half seconds back at one point in time. He has crawled back into this discussion. So now there's nine-tenths of a second between first, second, and third. Clement Lee, Austin Varco, David Varco. What a disappointment for Evan Jacobs. He was looking so good here in the middle section of this race. We've got just over six minutes to go, and this battle is nothing but heating up at this point in time. Looking at the three leaders here, as they go through the dogleg, it is literally, you could cover these cars with a with an Amish quilt as they come through the dogleg and head towards and head towards Riverside. It is so, so close. As long as they don't come together or have any kind of mechanical issues, they're far enough away from fourth place, who's 2.6 seconds back. That's not going to be part of this conversation. I don't think it's at all close enough. The 55 car of Robert Edmondson, I don't think he's close enough to get into, uh, into this situation. Here's the other thing that's happening right now. The sun set behind a huge bank of clouds here. That's going to make the last few laps perfect vision for these drivers, although a little bit dark. So that's going to make that section of the racetrack, which might have been a little iffy with the sun setting. Now that the sun is behind that clouds, it's a little dark, but it's still going to make it a lot easier. There won't be any of that sun glare problems for those drivers on these last two or three laps. Four minutes left to go in this race. We should get possibly the white flag here, not on this lap, but the next lap. We'll see what happens. Here comes your leaders. They are three wide down the front straight going towards turn one. The third place car of David Wilco looks like he's going to pull off the pass for the lead here. That's a big, big move. A little early with two or three laps to go. I do not want to be the first place car right now because this is not over. A little antsy. That's a move that should have been made with one lap to go. But we'll see what happens. We'll see if that's the right decision by David Varco. It looks like it should be. I'm going to guess Varco, Lee, and uh, David Varco first. Clement Lee and Austin Varco third. I'll see if I can pick across the, the numbers as they come by the dog leg. Of course, that is a whole long ways away for me to see that. But we'll see what happens. Now, there we go. Already David Varco has dropped back to second place, uh, and he's now going back to third place. So here's the question. Is David Varco 
making that move because he knows he didn't want to be in the first place? If that's what he's doing and he can pull this off, that is an absolute brilliant decision to drop back and give the lead back here. He tested the... He tested the waters here, so now he knows what to do. It looks like we're going to possibly get the white flag here this lap. So let's see what happens. I think it's Clement Lee in first, Austin Varco in second, and David Varco in third. Here comes our leaders any second here. It looks like this is going to be the second to last lap. If David Varco decided to give up the lead because he knew he wanted to be in the second or third here going into the final lap, that's brilliant racecraft there. We will find, and, and if it works, it's even more brilliant racecraft. All right, here comes your leader. Again, it's Clement Lee. Austin Var David Varco is second. Austin Varco is. Now dropped that back to fourth. All of that racing gave Robert Edmondson a chance to get back into the discussion. So now it's Clement Lee, David Varco, and Robert Edmondson. Austin Varco is fourth. All right, like I suspected, next time by, we will get the final white flag of the day. This is setting itself to be one heck of a final lap, folks. If you're still at the track and you've got something, a chance to go find a place to watch this end of this race, I would do it right now. Although Clement Lee has opened up a pretty big lead here with two laps to go or a lap and a half to go. I don't know if David Varco is going to be able to catch him. And heck, that will be a disappointment if we don't have a run for the checkered flag here because they have put on a, such a good show here for the last 10, 15 minutes. And the darkness is noticeable now here as we get nine minutes from sunset. It is considerably darker than it was 15 minutes ago now that the sun has gone behind those clouds. All right, our leaders should be coming back into my vision one more time. This will be their last time past the start stand before the checkered flag. The white flag will be out. Let's see who is in what order here on this final lap. Just waiting for them to come. Okay, here it is. Clement Lee is making it onto the front straight for the second to last time. He does have a lead over David Varco. The white flag is in hand. I'll give you the gap here in just a second. That gap is 1.4 seconds. Sadly, I don't think David Varco can catch Clement Lee at this point. That's just too big a gap to make up with one lap to go. There's still a bit of a battle for the third place position here. That battle is between... Robert Edmison and Austin Varco. Austin Varco was our race leader a little earlier in this race. Now he's in fourth trying to fight for a podium position. I think Clement Lee has worked this out to the point where I do not think that David Varco's got enough in the in the in under that hood to be able to catch that up unless of course Clement Lee makes the decision. There's still six corners to go here. A lot can happen in six corners. I've been made to look silly before. But, if, but, but I will say Clement Lee has got a ton of laps at this racetrack. He's been in this position before. He knows how to win races. 
He's got a 10, 10 car length lead. Right now, he would have to make a big boneheaded mistake or have a mechanical problem to lose this race. And he knows what he's doing here at this racetrack. So still a big gap. I do not believe that David Varker will get there, but we're going to keep watching and see what happens. Clement Lee, Goal Hill, I get a little peek at them as they get through that. Still a good four or five car length lead there. It does look like, though, that Austin Varco has been able to get around Robert Edmison for third place. We'll know at the line if that's stuck. Looking now for our leaders as they give me one more peek as they exit the S's. Still Clement Lee in first, about eight car lengths back. You've got David Varco. One corner to go for the victory. Clement Lee onto the front straight. Our starter has the checkered flag in hand. It is being waved. Clement Lee is going to win the race. Austin Varco is going to finish second. I'm sorry, David Varco is going to finish second. Austin Varco is going to finish third. Robert Edmison will be your fourth place finisher, followed by Ryan Gatiel. We're looking for the rest of the field here. Here comes your sixth place car. I believe this is going to be Jorge Diaz. That's right, Jorge Diaz followed by Alan Lukert the fourth. Alan Lukert the third should be your next car across the line. And that is exactly what happened. We've got three cars still on the track. Those cars should be Mark Higginbotham, Fergus Fay, and Joe Schubert. And that is the finishing order here. Evan Jacobs, who was your early race leader, he broke on lap six. And he was looking really, really good, folks. So I feel, I feel for Evan Jacobs. He had this race, not in hand, but... He was going to be in the mix if he was able to keep that car together and had some sort of a mechanical. So that's going to do it here. Another exciting race weekend at Button Willow Raceway Park in the books. Again, can't say enough how much we appreciate all the people who came together to make this thing happen. Again, we appreciate all the patience and cooperation from the drivers and the teams during our fog delays. What a great, great weekend here, despite all the challenges. And we look forward to doing it again in a couple of weeks. We're back out here in February for SCCA Super Tour races right here at Buttonwillow Park in the middle of February. That's going to do it for me. I'm Brian Belansky. This is the Cal Club SCCA U.S. Majors Tour races at Buttonwillow Raceway Park. And you are listening to the Racing Wire Podcast Network. This Cal Club Region SCCA Majors race was a presentation of the Racing Wire Podcast Network and Rule 15 Productions. If you would like to have your races broadcast on the Racing Wire Podcast Network, send an email to raceannouncerbrian at gmail.com.